just want to start today's podcast with a round of applause. Hey. Yay! I'm uh, I'm applauding us, Jenny, you and me. Okay. Because I don't know if you've looked across the table like I have at you, but I feel like we both look fantastic today. Uh, I could not sleep last night, so I got up extra early this morning because I had nothing else to do. Showered, washed my hair, extra conditioned it, Ooh. straightened it, and I have on, okay, it's athleisure wear, but if you've noticed, it's not my usual hoodie and leggings. It's it's a little different. It's it's, it's a very nice long sleeve black shirt. You you could wear it to a, uh, a, a, a not like an all out formal function, but you could wear that. I'd say to a a, a small gathering with family for dinner or something. Hundred percent. I could put this on with jeans if I was really feeling that sure stupid, um, and wow. I could even throw on a heel with it and fancy it up. It's just that kind of shirt. You don't really have to call people in jeans stupid, <laughs> considering the other person in this room oh. is, is wearing <laughs> is wearing jeans. <laughs> I forgot, and you look very, very nice today. I look incredible, thank you. You do, and, and I can say that with confidence. Well, what an arrogant thing to say. Here's the thing: so a couple months ago, we did a great little video shoot thing with this company called Eula in Kansas City. It's a men's boutique. I mean, they have very nice upscale men's clothing and they invited us to come in uh, you know pick out an outfit model it we did some social media form and I, I strongly encourage you to check them out they were so nice and so helpful because I when I walked in there I was if I'm being honest I was afraid of kind of feeling like an idiot because I had questions you know I don't know a lot about fashion I'm like I, I want to look good I want some help well and the guys who own it I mean they're very fashionable right and, and that store is very very nice yeah. yeah so that can be a bit intimidating for common folk like me right. but uh i felt very welcomed i felt very uh helped and and actually by the end of it i, I was actually quite educated and i and i, I kind of told them what i like and they picked it we kind of agreed on a, a top and i got these jeans that are super tight but they make my legs look great like i look like i have calf muscles They're, i could be an nfl punter my husband likes to call those posing jeans mm. where it's a lot easier to stand up in those jeans than to sit down yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's it's true. But I feel good about it. But I, I just and and we got these nice clothes. And then this I mean, this was right before the shutdown, right before everything shut down. Right. And I'm thinking, man, I've got a great outfit that I'm probably going to wear to like three or four concerts this year. And I have it's just been gathering dust in my in my closet. We were supposed to go to the ACMs in Las Vegas. I bought a brand new suit for the ACMs. We're going to go do Radio Row, and then we had tickets. We're going to go to the show, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to dress to the nines. I know you had a cool dress picked oh, out. Oh, yeah. I went shopping, I mean, specifically for that trip. I was so excited. We're, and, and then it just completely got shut down. Uh, a couple weeks ago, um, I was excited because I was like, I was finally going to get to wear that new suit for the first time because uh, a friend of my wife's was getting married in Fort Worth. Um, so we are getting ready to go do that. We got plane tickets booked and everything. But then, you know, recently, if you watched the news the last couple of weeks, you know, the numbers have been going up. And we've got family coming to us for Thanksgiving soon from out of town. So we, my, my wife and I sat down, decided, let's not risk it. It was a safe call. I'm, I'm good with that call. Um, but that, I'm now 0 for 2 on opportunities to get to wear the new suit. And I just want to wear my cool new suit. Here's the problem. By the time we get around to being able to wear the new clothing that we purchased... <laughs> They're not going to fit. <laughs> okay, let me tell you a story. So my friend and I were having this discussion last weekend at the soccer field. And the soccer field, you know me, my whole life is I'm able to wear athleisure wear. I am able to wear it to work. I can wear it to all my kids' events. I can wear it, you know, at home during the day. I mean, there's no reason truly for me to dress up unless I'm going somewhere. So we were meeting up with um, some some friends and they said, or my girlfriend said, you know, so we have to, we have to try jeans for this. Like we have to. 
she was mainly just like a jeans check just to make sure that they still fit. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a really good idea. Like at least once a week, once every two weeks minimum. Got to put the jeans on just to make sure that they still fit the way they should. Sure. Well, I put my jeans on and I will say I don't I don't think that they're fitting the, the way I would prefer. I have a little extra little back fat the, uh, <laughs> that oh, I'm not good. really feeling. Well, all you have to do is stand face to face with somebody then and you can hide it. Unlike me. I, so I put these tight jeans on and uh, I will say and I, I have a we have a, a mirror in the closet as as one should. And uh, yeah, I had a little little, little side flub. There, I did not enjoy. Don't we call those love handles on a man? I think it's a muffin top on a woman and love handles on a man. Well, that makes no sense because I loved nothing about the way I looked when I was in standing in the mirror. So why you call, I, I, can we call them hate handles? Sure. I would li- I would like to call them hate handles from now on. Let's do that instead because there's nothing to love when you get love handles. I didn't realize that love handles and a muffin top with I feel like muffin top is it's, when you're pudging out from all sides like a muffin. Like think about how a muffin looks. That's right. So I, I think love handles are just the side. I feel like you know the high-waisted trend has been a really special thing because with the high-waisted jeans, high-waisted leggings in particular, I mean, it just sucks it all in. <laughs> but then the problem is if you wear something that's remotely, like, not as high fit, like, God forbid that hip huggers jeans ever come back in style, I'm doomed because... Unlike you, because I've seen you, you like to post those then and now pictures where you and your husband 20 years apart and you yep. still look the same. But I'm like, hold on now, because I don't, I really don't see you. And I, I think you could absolutely pull it off, but I don't see you wearing those, uh, with the, the, the shirts where oh, you show. Oh, crop tops? Crop tops. Not yeah. anymore. Come no. on, show off those, those hips, girl, those, uh, those lack of handles. I mean, look, I think for my age and what I've been through in life, I feel like I look pretty good, you know, if I'm being like honest about it, but hey. I don't, but not not like I did. I mean, pff, yeah, I had nothing to worry about before. Now I got to work for it. I, it used to be just like a great metabolism thing and mm-hmm. just it was very easy and and now it's not. Now it's if I want it to look good, I have to work for it. So, what anyway. are you most self-conscious about? Let's get real here. What are you most self-conscious about? Well, other than the back fat at the moment. Um <laughs> Honestly, this has been something, we talked about this on the air. This is something that has bothered me my entire life. And I know you've said to me, Jenny, if you didn't bring this up, like nobody would even notice. But I feel like now it's to where I have to bring it up just because it makes me feel better. Like I'm going to tell you before you tell me kind of thing. And I have the world's shortest, fattest, I'm going to say ugliest thumbs God gave me these thumbs, so I'm grateful for my thumbs, <laughs> but they are really, really unattractive and just embarrassingly stumpy. So I was at Target the other day. Shocker. I know. I was returning something. The Shocker. lovely lady behind the counter, she is a huge fan of our radio station and a big fan of our show. And we were just, we always just, you know, shoot the breeze when I go in there or whatever. So she was noticing my nail polish. And I, I said that there, there's sort of like these, if you've heard of Color Street, it's kind of like a, a nail polish sticker. Very easy to apply, but it's not, it's something that you, it does have to, you have to fit it according to your nail size. Where did you get those I, sassy nails, Jenny? It's funny you should ask. I, have, I got those from your mother. Yeah. Um, yes. And they are really awesome if you've not tried the product, honestly. I think they're very cool. But she's like, I I would love to try those. But she kind of had this defeated look. And she's like, but I don't think they make um, them to fit my size thumb. And I nearly grabbed her hand from across the counter and looked at her thumb. And sure enough, she is the exact same thumbs. And I don't know that she was as self-conscious as I have been my whole life. <laughs> but now I probably am. 
totally gave her a huge complex because I was like, oh my God, you have short fat thumbs too. Yeah. Yay. Anyways, I said every time I go in there now, I'm just going to see her and I'm just going to, we're just going to thumbs up. It's going to be our special, you know, way of letting each other know we're not alone. Try not to, uh, Take the lights out of the target with your large thumbs. Thank is all you. I'm saying. Appreciate that. Terrible thing to say. It's really I'm mean, so terrible sorry. thing to say. <laughs> but I think we all have those things that we're self-conscious about. And, uh, you know, not necessarily something that everyone would notice right when they look at you. But, you know, like the thumb. I don't. You really have to be paying attention, I think, to notice them. But yeah, you, you're, you're way too self-conscious about it. I don't understand why. Well, because we all have that. Do you have something that you're self-conscious about? It's just that. God chose to bless me with perfection. No, I'm kidding. I knew that was coming. I'm kidding. No, no, no. I will say back in the day, and I've gotten over it. um, Back in the day, um, my ears... I really had to grow into my ears. I had big old ears on my head. Back really? In, yeah, and it was it was very dorky looking. But I, I've grown. I into, don't. I, you've grown into them. They no, do not look odd I've, at I've all. I've grown them to them fine. If I was self, okay, I'll get real with you. I'll get a little. Uh, I don't really like going here, but I'm gonna go there. Um, I'm I'm not strong. Okay. I don't have muscles. I'm a scrawny guy with a beer belly, and um, well, you you're painting a very doom gloom picture here i mean you don't really look like a scrawny guy with a beer belly you know what i'm not as scrawny as i used to be thanks to my wife's cooking ever since i met i I've, jenny i used to be like up until my mid i met katie i was like 25 26 and even though i was 25 26 i i was if i ate a lot i could get my body weight up to 150 okay i was a little guy and for a, a 25 year old man that is little right so yeah, Katie's lasagna dev because I'm up to 185 now. So Katie put some some she's put 40 pounds on me since we've uh, gotten together. But I was so skinny that all I've done is just filled out. Yeah. So it, and I'm I'm very lucky in that sense. And, and I mean I got to work a little bit, but uh, but 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 but, but, but that's just, but that's a physical thing. But I, it's more of a mental thing. Like I know for a fact that I am just not a very strong person. Have you ever? And I know you say <laughs> exercise is stupid. stupid. Yes. But have you ever? thought about see I'm being dead serious yeah. right now like working out with a trainer or just trying to build some muscle because I mean you could do it I think actually it would be a very quick process for you because you don't have a lot of body fat it so. probably would and here, here's what's gonna get and I'll if I'm being honest with myself I don't have enough motivation to do it I really don't ever think about it we just we happen to be talking about it now so that's why but I never think about it and I wouldn't have the motivation especially on the diet part of it so much of it is about what you eat right and what you have to eat just if I'm being honest, it's not worth it. But if you want to get to a deeper level here, I do think like sometimes like heaven forbid, like there's a situation where I need to like step up and defend my wife. I'm like, hope I got some big friends or a weapon around. <laughs> I I, we, were, we were talking about this the other day off the air, I think, but just about like, I think as a mom, I mean, look, I'm no, you know, it's not like I'm some beefy woman that could go kick somebody's butt. But I think there's like, for me, that mama bear thing. Somebody tries to hurt my kids. I could to- I know I could take them out. I would at least give it my all. I feel like the same thing. If someone was attacking you or your wife, you know, you'd, I don't know, you'd give it your all. Yeah, I'd kill them and go buy a gun the next day. That's and then I'd watch your story on Dateline. It would yeah, come full would. circle. You are all about the Dateline. You're <laughs> oh, like, I am. Hey, Mike, if you murder somebody, will you at least make it interesting so I can watch it and Keith oh Morrison can gosh. narrate? Would you be so proud of me if Keith, if Keith Morrison narrated my trial? You just have no idea. I mean, I would be so proud. Really, it would just be a proud moment. I don't really like how open this conversation just got. I don't <laughs> want anybody to know this about me, and now it's out there in the universe. I really think, but again, I, I don't look at you and think, 
wow, you are just a scrawny fella. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that at all. I, I, I got to show you a picture from like when I was 22, 23, where, I mean, I'm telling you, man, just skin. And I looked, I mean, I looked like I was 14. Like they, the bars like really checked my ID when I very first 21, right. when I very first turned 21, because they were like, there's no there's, way. There's no way. But you know what? So my metabolism was very good. I'm built just like my mom. My daughter is now built just like I was. And for m- so long, I mean, I look back, I look back at pictures and I almost think I was too skinny. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't mm-hmm. help it. It's just my body right. type or whatever. And by the way, on that note, you know, body shaming is a real thing. And a lot of times people think body shaming just goes one way. They think it's just if someone is too heavy right. that people make comments. That is absolutely false. Um, plenty of people said things to me about being, quote, too skinny. And I know people who are struggling with their weight or even me now who like I have to work at it to, to not, you know, gain a bunch. Right. Um, you know, they think, oh, yeah, what a horrible problem to have. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that hurts your feelings. I would give anything for someone to say that to me. Honestly, it's hurtful. Body shaming of any kind is completely hurtful. We are all built totally different if you think about it. Like, it, that's the way God made us, you know, and you just, we need to stop doing that. Yeah. That's a PSA. Not everybody has perfect bodies like mine. It's fine. I mean, right? That's so <laughs> not even true. I am not blessed with my body except in the place that counts. You Moving on. No, but on that note, too, <laughs> hold on a minute. We are healthy. We are COVID free right now in a world where we got a pandemic going on. Like, we. Feel good about good health. And and I, gosh, I feel so corny saying that. But it's like, it, if you have your health, you have everything. It's so cliche, but it's true. It is. Another PSA. You're welcome. I, but, and I'll say, I don't, I don't like how open we just got here. So I'm going to, I'm going to turn to, what, what do you got? Well, no, I think on that note of just the pandemic and quarantining, um, I found a list of the top movies and TV shows that we are re-watching during this time. Ooh. So here are, I'll give you one top five or top three. Top five. We're in a podcast. You go top ten oh, if yeah, you we want to. Do, can you know I? What? Can I guess? The whole list. I would love well, we'll, to guess. Well, give me some. Let's do movies first. Um, it's movies. a top ten list. So just give me what you think might be in the top ten. These are movies from the past that people are rewatching because we are trapped. Home Alone. That is on the list. That is number four. Ghostbusters. Is on the list. Look at me. Oh my gosh. Swear I have not seen this. Okay, list. I really want to see if you can get all of these. Okay, you got two of them. Star Wars. Star Wars is not on the list, mm. probably because there are so many. Right. I mean, that would be the list. I think. I think comedies. I'm thinking comedies are the way to go here because so many. You, you want to laugh. You want something to laugh at. Uh, not a ton. No, not a ton. Not a All ton. right. Uh, I'm with you though. You think right? Uh, let's see. What are some? What are some all times? Any Christmas movies on that list? Home Alone, I think, is considered a Christmas movie, but that would be the only one. <sighs> Okay. See, yeah, I don't want to waste these. I don't have any more ideas yeah. in my head. Well, honestly, I'm impressed that you got those too. Thank you. All good movies, by the way, I think on this list. Number 10, Shrek. Mm-hmm. Do you know, I tried to get my kids to watch that. Not into it. Really? How is that possible? That movie is so good. It's, well, you know what? It's good, but I think a lot more adults think it's good. There's a lot of jokes in there that I think go over kids' heads. Yeah. The donkey. They probably just don't think he's as funny as we adults do. Men in Black. All on the time. list. 1997 classic, by the way, believe it or not. Number eight, Ghostbusters. You had mentioned that yes. one. Number seven, one of my favorite movies of all time, of course, because it's about prison, The Shawshank Redemption. You know what? I've seen The Shawshank Redemption, but I've seen it in pieces, and I've never actually seen it from start to finish. Oh, really? Isn't that insane? It is, and it's really worth just sitting down to watch. It's a That's a great movie. Yeah, I know it is. It's a great movie. Forrest Gump. I have only seen that movie one time because I think it's like six hours long. It was a very long movie. 
but it is amazing. I have seen Forrest Gump over 20 times. Have you really? Every time it's on TV. And 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 Katie, my wife, yells at me for it. She's like, we don't have to watch Forrest Gump. It's just that it's that Sunday at 2.30. The Chiefs aren't on. There's just nothing really on. Yeah. And you see it. And there, you maybe like 30 minutes into it. But whatever. You know how the beginning is. And so you just... And I'll always end up watching it to the end. Love, no, love Forrest Gump. I saw it one time. Just, I couldn't do it again. It was a great movie, though. Back to the Future. I just watched that with the kids not too long ago. And my son really took to it. Like, he brought home, they go to the library at school and bring books home. And he brought home, somebody had done kind of like an animated version of it. And he brought it home. He's like, look, Mom, just like the movie. I think it stuck with him. I think he liked it. That's cool. It I, is cool. Back to the Future, never one of my favorite. Respect what it is. Sure, Legendary right. movie. Not right. my thing. Uh, number four, Home Alone. You had mentioned that. Die Hard. I know I saw it with Bruce Willis years ago, but I don't think I've ever watched it since. I've never seen it. Some people say Die Hard is a Christmas movie, by the way. A hot debate. Oh. I've never seen it. I can't comment. I don't remember. But Indiana Jones at number two. Ugh. And the number one movie that people are re-watching the during Goonies. this time. It's not The Goonies, but you're on the right track as far as like age range, I feel like. So try to think. See if you can figure it out. It's uh, something that, you know, I feel like it's kind of a just a... For the whole family kind of movie. The Sandlot. No. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Jurassic Park? Yeah. For the whole family? Yeah. Well, yeah, that movie even, scared the crap out of me as oh, a kid. Oh, but kids love dinosaurs. I feel like we, that. No, Jenny, that's not a kids love dinosaurs we, we movie. That movie it. is terrifying. We watched it with the kids, and I, I'll be honest, I don't think that movie holds up. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really mm-hmm. enjoy it. Mm-mm. Okay, now let's talk about TV shows that people are rewatching during this time. My one obvious guess, The Office. The Office is on the list at number four. Friends. Is number three. Seinfeld. Number one. Oh, that is the number go. one show people are rewatching. Keep going. You can get these. Park, I feel like you're a sitcom guy. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, not on the list. 30 Rock. Not on the list. Uh, all right, let's go back. Let's go back a little older. Uh, cheers. No, but what okay. a great idea. Yeah, I think maybe a little too old there. Let's go back to that 05 or, or the, what, what was Friends always up against? I'm trying to think of what, uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. No. Okay, let's go. I hope this is on the list because this is my ultimate rewatch. Watch it every time I see it. How I Met Your Mother. No, ah! you're, I know, and you're naming some solid suggestions here. So number 10 on the list, The Vampire Diaries. I've never seen that. Dumb, yeah. No idea. Supernatural at number nine. Huge following for Supernatural. It's one of those, it's a cult following. You're either into it or you're not. Never heard of it, so I guess I'm not. Bob's Burgers. Love Bob. You know what? Katie turned me on. I I tried watching Bob when it first came out. It's awful. But then, I don't know... Katie started watching. Is it a cartoon? Yeah, it's anime. It's like with the Simpsons and Family Guy on Fox, that Sunday night lineup they have. And And we now, we've seen every episode. Love love Bob's Burgers. All right, I'm going to have to give it a shot because I've never seen it. New Girl. Yep, with Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm out of the sitcom loop. I don't I don't know any of these. Um, the Twilight Zone, so people going way back with Whoa. that one. And number five on the list, I Love Lucy. I have to be real. I can't I can't do it with I Love Lucy. Like, I, It's just a little too old for me. I understand. Yeah. Uh, my mother, uh, my mom, whose name is Barb, Her, uh, I, if, I believe if I were to ask her, she would tell me favorite sitcom of all time, I Love Lucy. My stepmom favorite of all time. She collects things from I Love Lucy. So, I mean, I know it's a thing. It's just not my thing. And then you named The Office, Friends, Seinfeld at number one. Number two, Game of Thrones. I've not seen one episode of that show. And it has to be amazing. Everybody talks about it. The thing with Game of Thrones, and and this is always my criticism of shows that don't hook me from the first episode. Game of Thrones is very confusing. I'm surprised. 
surprised at its success. And if you love it, uh, great. But I think even people who love it will tell you that, yeah, you got to watch a couple episodes to really kind of figure out what's going on with everybody. But I feel like it's one of those, you have to watch it from the first episode and then keep following, or you would just be totally confused. I tried. I watched the first episode. Yeah. And I am like, I I was... dumbfounded afterwards. I, I had no clue. And I'm just like, this this sucks. So and you felt dumb after you watched it because I feel like I would feel dumb. <laughs> no. I no, felt no, no. like it was dumb. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> who am I talking to here? Come on. All right. Um, unpopular opinion that I had mentioned on the show a while back is that I am not a fan of Will Ferrell movies or who's the other one? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Well, at- on that note of movies and TV, I saw this. We have watched two billion hours of Adam Sandler movies on Netflix. You know what? Give I, Okay, so I know you don't like him, but just respect this from like a business point of uh, view. Totally. He has he has embraced Netflix. He is like, you know what? Because his movies, you know, they, he, he's, he's all of a sudden Sandler, you know, he was like, he was 25 years ago he debuted. So he's been around for a hot minute, but he's been so quick to just jump on the Netflix train and makes a ton of movies, a, a ton of money on just his Netflix movies. He is on his second four-year deal mm-hmm. with Netflix. They are paying him enormous amounts of money. I don't know what the dollar amount is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, obviously worth it because Netflix users have spent two billion hours watching his content. Um, and, you know, I know Big Daddy was is on and my oh husband gosh. put that on the other day and I, I did forget. That's one I actually like. There we go. I know. All right. I, I forgot. Oh, that's good. That's I good. forgot that I liked that movie. But I, And I could see you not liking, especially the early Sandler Mike, that makes me want to pull my toenails out one by one. I like cannot stand that. I just can't stand that part of him. I I very much enjoy. I thought Billy Madison is one of his like his all timers, but it wasn't one of my favorites. But his two big ones that kind of his silly movies that rocketed him up were Billy Madison and then Happy Gilmore. Mm. And like Billy Madison, I could do without. Happy Gilmore is an all timer of mine because what's it about? Golf and hockey and Adam Sandler. And I'm like, that yeah, you're I, speaking it, my language. Yeah, and I know, again, unpopular opinion. Right. I know I'm in the minority with that, but I just can't with him. I can't. But Big Daddy, I will say, if I had to pick one, that I enjoyed that movie. What was the other one he did with Winona Ryder? Um, what was that? Mr. Deeds. Yes. Mr. Deeds was one that I don't know. I don't think you'd like that because it's because it's very dumb, but it does have more of a big daddy vibe to it as opposed to a Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore vibe to it. He's he's normal in that. He's a, his main character is normal. He's not right. It's, it, it's more of a normal, but it is a very stupid movie, well, and I, I mean it in a good way. I don't know if I'd like it though because what was the one he did with Drew Barrymore? Fifty First Dates, completely. I'm telling you, Mister oh, loathed mis- that movie. <laughs> I know, Mister Deeds. If there were to be another Adam Sandler movie that you liked, it would be Mister Deeds. Okay. However, I don't think you would particularly enjoy Mister Deeds, at least not nearly as much as Big Daddy, which is a great movie. Okay. All right. What a discussion. What I know. You- what a time. What a time to be alive. I have breaking news. Okay. So. This is this is totally behind the scenes here. We're on, we're on an audio podcast, and this is a total visual thing. But Jenny, Ugh. did you see me about about five minutes ago? Uh, you were in the middle of telling a story, and I actually turned the microphone off, and I smacked the crap out of the microphone as hard as I could. Did you see that? I did see you do that. For the last four hours, from from, from our radio morning show, and then afterwards we're recording this podcast all all morning long. There has been a gnat flying around the studio and like those you know when you're outside and those little gnats and they like to fly in your eyes yep those little 
I eat I could, them by accident. Yeah. Yeah. I got him. You did get him? He landed on the microphone. I saw him because he's real close. So I kind of I backed up from the mic and I looked and I saw him. So you were talking and I just went pop. And oh, the carcass. His carcass is right here. He is dead. He is done. He will no longer be flying around the studio. I know, like, that deserves a round of applause. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, nobody listening right now <laughs> cares at all about this, but I'm just. I'm did just, you ever know that you're my hero? <laughs> but, y'all, anybody who's ever dealt with an annoying gnat knows how annoying it is. No, this, this, this little <laughs> freak thing has been. With us for four hours, and I and I five minutes ago I killed him, and I'm just so happy right now I could cry. And Peta, if you're listening to this, I don't care. That animal deserved to die. Here's what's really crazy is that there are three of us in the room all morning, and it literally he started with Tater, just this this gnat was circling him all morning, moved over to me. You were the final person that the gnat decided to attack, and you got him. I'm very proud of you. I'm Thank so you. I'm so happy because this this little this little turd wagon needed to die. I'm sorry. I just I just that gnat. Made me so angry because yeah. it's you know for me that's what it is for me I get so mad at little things if you were to heaven forbid if somebody called me to, tomorrow and said uh, sorry to go extreme but I want to make say a, a parent died Oof. Like, like like right like ugh. sure I would be sad but I would just I would I would just I wouldn't react I don't react I just sit there in silence is my reaction mm-hmm. big news doesn't freak me out things like but things like stubbing your toe things like a gnat flying in your face for four hours oh my jenny i thought i thought i go into raging fits i want to punch walls i want to kick i slam doors you were sorry about that i've seen it i've witnessed it like it's just and and that's always weirded me out about myself how like little things i i can't stand but like a major life event and i'm i'm calm and i don't even usually show outward emotion and that is that weird no i'm the same actually so I worry, you know this, I worry every day that I'm dying of something. And I have literally, in my mind, come very close to death, too, for many, many different things. I mean, I'm serious. I can t- If I have an ingrown toenail, I immediately start imagining that I have some kind of a, a deadly fungus. I'm going to have to get my leg cut off. I mean, I go like A to Z with everything. So let's get to a specific example of that. Let's go back to uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, no, it was two days ago. And... It was the it was a real nice day in Kansas City, but I had I had watched the weather like I do, and I knew that there was a cold front coming in, and the temperature was going to drop about thirty or forty degrees. Yeah, and I know because I have a uh, I have a not to sound real tough here, but I have an old roller hockey injury from when I was nine. <laughs> uh, you sound a hundred right now. Yeah, I know, right? No, but I do. I have an old roller hockey. Like I got hit in the right in the back of the knee, right in the meat, the back of the knee with a with a with a puck when I was nine. Uh, and uh, it's it's I mean it's it's one of those things. It's fine, but but like. So, like, they say old people, when a storm's coming, they can feel it in their bones. Right. I can feel it in my left knee because right. of that hockey puck. So, the other day, you're convinced you're dying because you've got, like, a sore ear and a sore boob or something like that. Well, see, and that's the thing, too. Very unrelated, but mm, I don't know. Maybe there's a tie-in. But I did. I woke up, and I was a little dizzy. I was a little lightheaded to where then it got to be where I felt like just my head just felt so full. Not necessarily snot. It was just, like, a heavy feeling in my head. Well, at the same time, my boob hurt. And immediately I started thinking that I had either a brain tumor or breast cancer. And I'm not even like, please don't think that I'm making light of any of these things. In fact, just the opposite. I am convinced that I have these things all the time. Well, then the symptoms start to dissipate. And then I start to realize that like, wow, I I dodged a bullet. 
I survived. I lived. It's it's going to be okay. And when I think back seriously on my entire life, my anxiety stems from childhood. I can think of all the near misses I've had. And I'm very proud to be alive today to share this message with you. My whole point in bringing that up is that I worry about insane things that aren't even real. But when given, and I have had actual diagnoses of things or just a crisis. I've had a lot of life, dramatic life events. I do feel like I pull it together. I do well when the reality is in front of me. It's all the hypothetical stuff that I'm just psychotic. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I had to tell you, Jenny, there's going to be a change in the weather and just about every human can feel an ache or, or pain in their body when the weather's about to change. Right. That's all it is. And then five minutes later, you're like, well, I don't know. Maybe it's breast cancer. And I'm like, Jenny, and I would pull up the radar and I'd show you. I'm like, that's why. It's that blue line on the map. That's what it is. Right. You're yeah. funny. I don't I, know. I, it's I, funny, but not. It's really hard to be me. It's hard to be <laughs> in my head. It is. And I laugh about it. Thank God I have a sense of humor. And I can pick on myself and I laugh at things and I, I, I make light of things just to be just to keep myself sane. But honest to God, like I am a hot mess inside. It really is. It's very hard to be in my head. You need to just keep focusing on things that make you happy, things that make you upbeat, things that like this time I'll forgive you for, but I know you just did something to the house that has you a little more festive. I decorated for Christmas and we're not even, are we mid-November? We're mid-November, I guess now. We're actually recording, it's a vet- Happy Veterans Day, by yeah. the way. Happy Veterans Day, uh, November 11th. We've got some time. How many weeks till Christmas? One, two, three, four, five, six, or six weeks out. Anyway, I, I am a Thanksgiving person. I actually love Thanksgiving, and I don't typically like to decorate for Christmas till after Thanksgiving, because I feel like it just, it's lost its, I mean, it's like if you go to the store, Christmas stuff is out right after Halloween. It's almost just we forget about Thanksgiving. So I feel kind of bad that I decorated early, but this year it's all about survival and whatever it takes to keep our sanity and to keep positive and just happy. And I was looking around our house one day and I'm like, you know what? We need lights. We need decor. We need to decorate for Christmas now. So we did. We decorated the outside of the house too. Lights are not only up, they are on. (laughs) Really? Yeah, but it's funny because I feel like a lot of people in my neighborhood are doing the very same thing. Mm. I've seen on Facebook, a lot of people also putting up their tree. But there was some study I don't have in front of me now that we talked about this morning. There's actually psychological proof that decorating early for Christmas is good for your mental health. So I'm here for it. I will say this is the most I've looked forward to decorating for Christmas in my entire life. Um, or excited because I so Katie's family's coming down from Chicago. We don't have a ton of Christmas decorations. We mm-hmm. just bought a house last year and we always travel for Christmas, so it doesn't make sense to. Uh, but grandma is bringing down a Christmas tree from Chicago, very nice Christmas tree. So we're gonna have a and we're and I'm I'm shocked that I'm saying this, but we are also going to be a two tree house, which to me is foreign. I've never even thought of that before in my life, but we do. We need one right by the fireplace. There's like an obvious Christmas tree spot. Totally. And then there's, we, we literally have a, a front window, front of the house. That's like, well, a tree has to be there. It's, yep. it's, it's the rule. Yep. So we're going to be a two tree house. So I don't know if grandma's bringing down two trees or one tree, but it's, it is different now being a homeowner. Like I want to see what my house looks like for Christmas. I have some steep roofs though. So I think I really don't want to hire somebody like I, there really are better things to spend money on. But and I just bought a ladder because I'm an adult. But you could try. My neighbors still do their own. But like, well, I don't I don't know how or what to do. I don't even know where to plug them in at. Like, I, I don't know the first thing about Christmas lights. And we paid somebody to do it. So I, I don't know. know. And, you know, I'll tell you, it's expensive the first year because you have to buy the lights and then, you know, they have to put the, the hooks and stuff up. But then as far as I know, now we don't pay as much each year because 
think like the hooks are still they up. Just leave the hooks up there. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't they? That makes sense. And then we bought the light, so that's that. I'll tell you though, it's fine. And you guys, I mean, look, you're you're gonna have kids here sooner or later, and um, I that's when Christmas is gonna get a whole new kind of fun because you're in that part too where like. I remember our first year in our very own home. Mm -hmm. It was so exciting decorating. And then the cool thing later is you really start to get to relive your childhood Mm -hmm. because like, you know, there's the elf on the shelf and there's just like, I want to go. We have our nice fancy tree up in the living room, but downstairs is where like, that's where Santa comes. And so it's full out like tacky colored lights and mm-hmm. all the red and all the green and all the things. And because that's you, because that's what Santa likes. That's right. And that's where the kids, you know, ha- we have Christmas morning and everything, but they hate, they hate my fancy tree up in the living room. Like it's okay. all just gold and white and very fancy. Very looking. adult. Yeah, they're they're like, this isn't Christmas. And I don't even, let, I don't even let them help me decorate that one. That's like, that's my tree. That's mom's tree. Yeah. But downstairs, uh, that's where we, you know, we, we do it up and it's fun. It just, it's, it is magical. It's, it's a fun it's a fun time. I'll uh, I'll make sure to take pictures when we get the Christmas tree. But I think the plan is, because this is what she used to do when she was a little girl, is uh, my, my wife I'm talking about, is they would all have Thanksgiving, and then they the family would stay for the weekend, and then that was uh, that was Christmas decorating time. Yeah, totally. Same. So, so I think it is, it's not only going to be cool because we're decorating our, our, our home for the first time, but also she's got her family in from out of town all the way from Chicago, and they're all going to do it together. Yay, it's just this time it's I our house. I love that. That's know, so fun. I'm getting very cheesy now. I, I get no, this. This has not. been a very uh, emotionally open show, and I don't I don't know if I ever want to do this type of podcast again. Now. Yeah, a, I'm telling you, I'm dragging the heart right out of you. You, you really are. Uh, she does it every day. Uh, check it out for yourself. Uh, the Morning Drive on Q104. Uh, in Kansas City, weekday morning, 6 till 10, our morning after podcast. We record every Wednesday right after the show. We usually have it up for you, I'd say, by noon on Wednesdays. That's fair. You know, awkward moment this week. Ooh. I found out that my mom listens to the podcast. So shout out, Mom. What up, Mom? What up? Um, except for in a previous podcast. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but I had mentioned... I have to go back and listen to it to get the whole story. But I had mentioned something that kind of traumatized me in my childhood. And it was when I was getting ready to get into radio and I would played a demo for some family members, which I did not name by name. And they were very not supportive. They right. were like basically laughing at me going, this, you're terrible and you're never going to be anything in this business, blah, blah, blah. And my mom heard that. So she texts me and it was were you talking about me with like eight question marks? A lot of question marks. And I wasn't, <laughs> but I had to share with her exactly what had happened. It was that awkward feeling of like, oh, I forgot, like people really listen to this. My favorite story that I, I can say about that is uh, I have a stepsister who lives in Columbia, but apparently she has a friend who lives here in Kansas City and, and she knows it's, you know, so oh, that's that's Natasha's brother who does the show. And so I was, I was, I was giving her uh, crap a couple weeks ago on the morning show because she was getting ready to come out to visit. We were going to meet her now fiance for the first time. And they were very much in love, la da 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 to the point where my stepsister, who had never been in her life before, was very cheesy on social media about it. And so I just, I kind of made fun of her on the air for it. I was like, oh yeah, my uh, sister coming over, she's a big old cheese ball. She's all in love. And she was texting me about coming out. And she's like, so by the way, I heard you said I was cheesy on the radio. <laughs> Whoops. And I'm like, uh-oh. But I'm, you know what I did? I owned it. I said, well... Yeah, you did make three separate Facebook posts just about your engagement. So <laughs> I'll be like, I hope you don't take that because I'm because I say it out of love. Like I'm so happy for because she she's cheesy 
I don't think she's ever been that cheesy on social media before because she's never been this happy in life before. I think it's one of those things she'll look back later and be like, okay, I was a little cheesy, but gosh darn, I was happy. I oh, wanted to share it. She's super happy and, and it's, it's totally worth it and I love it, but I'm like, but also, I'm your, I'm your, I'm your stepbrother. I am, I am going to bust your chops of for this. Of course, that is my job. That it was is all with love. Exactly. Anyway, so thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.